when everybody starts out, they're looking for success and money. And then the further you make it up, you kind of realize that you don't really want that as much, or at least for me, uh, it's not, you know, the same for everybody, but sure. you start out and you're like, gosh, I just want a nicer car. I want to move into a nicer place. I want to attract prettier girls, whatever. And these are all things that I thought. And then as you level up, you kind of realize that the, the business you're building, it attracts the right people around you. Like I've got a team of eight people that come over every day and work in this back office. And that gets me more excited than anything. And getting some of our students, our certification program or, or done for you clients, getting them wins. Like that just means so much more. And I look around at the things I used to like, and I look at what I have now, and I'm just trying to build the thing that I have so I can get more wins for people and put more people in our community because we're literally building a family here. So it's like, mm. it, it just seems fun to me to keep growing the thing that is giving you a lot of fulfillment as opposed to the things that you wanted that you thought came with success, like cars and houses or, you know, blingy stuff. Hey, this is a quick shout out from one of our awesome sponsors. Check this out. Thank you to Tracy and her team down at Tranquil Turtle Massage in downtown Coeur d'Alene. My wife and I see her and her team every single month for couples massage, and I'm telling you, it is the best thing ever. She specializes in Hanu Infusion, Hanu Ashiatsu, Gua Sha, and Manual Lymphatic Drainage. If you need a massage to get you feeling good and relaxed, make sure to reach out to Tracy and her team down at Tranquil Turtle Massage. Also mention that I sent you and you get 25 bucks off your massage package. Also, check out CDA Brows and Body Ink, where Tracy offers the best tattoo brows and plasma fibroblasting tightening with the first ever Aurora Pro Plasma Titan Machine, not a plasma pen. And don't forget to tell Tracy that I sent you to save 100 bucks on your next tattoo brows or plasma tightening. <laughs> Troy, you're the owner of Email Paramedic, an email investment firm that has generated over $50 million for your clients since 2019. You're one of the best copywriters in the world. You're a millionaire by 26, man. You're a musician, Metallica fan, former college pitcher, much more, man. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much, Eric. It's good to be here. And, um, you know, I've been inspired by your story as well. Right on, man. I, I love to kick things off by going back a bit. Like, where did you grow up? What was childhood like for you? Yeah, so I grew up in South Bend, Indiana, of all places, probably okay. about 20 minutes away from Notre Dame. Um, nice. And I just grew up, and all I ever wanted to do was play baseball. My dad, I was the only child, um, didn't have a ton of friends, didn't really hang out with people anywhere except at practice, at school. Um, there wasn't a ton of entrepreneurial influence. My mom, um, her parents started a lumber yard, so I kind of had a little taste of it, but not anything like what I do today. So. Um, it was mainly just sports and hard work and faith and just a little hint of entrepreneurship, which would eventually uh, turn out great. And I'm very thankful for. Come on. That's awesome. I played baseball as well as a young kid. I always played. Uh, I now, and it's the, the tables have turned. I now coach my nine-year-old kids, uh, you know, at league. And so it's, it's fun to be back into the game there. For you, when did you decide that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? What was it that triggered it? And, and was there someone or something that inspired you to go that route? Yeah. So it was pretty much, um, by accident, like okay. <laughs> over the years, you know, I'd seen people talk about online business, but at that stage I had a very like biz mind where I was just excited about things. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I pitched in college at division two Cedarville university, which is a, a Christian college. Nice. And I, um, I went through something there called the yips. Um, so here I am big college baseball player, came in, was supposed to be really, really good. And I had proven myself um, over time. It took about a year for me to be one of the best pitchers on that team. And I suffered from something, from something called the yips. 
Um, so if you don't know what the yips is, that's basically when you kind of lose simple motor function. So for me, throwing a baseball became difficult. Wow. Um, and at that time, my identity was very tied to baseball. So being sure. me became very difficult. Um, and odds are it stemmed from a surgery I had in high school. I had Tommy John surgery, which is the, the worst injury you can have in baseball, especially if you're a pitcher, totally. knocks you out for a year. You can't throw your arm is basically repaired. Um, and everything was kind of good until college. And all of a sudden I couldn't really play catch. I'd, I'd throw it at the ground. I'd throw it over the person's head and I got cut as a senior. Mm. Wow. I was supposed to be good and I got cut and out the window and everything that I've worked the past decade toward. Um, so that was a lot of baggage on its own. But mm. fortunately for me, that little interest in business and the thought of opportunity um, kind of came to fruition. It was like, hey, I'm sitting in my dorm room. My team's traveling right now without me. I feel terrible. Um, but I found the site called Upwork and I found a course that taught me Facebook ads. So I put those two things together and start running Facebook ads for people. And believe it or not, when you apply something that's in a course, it tends to work out well. <laughs> so I had a handful of clients and started running Facebook ads for them. And I was kind of doing that and for about a year or two, managed to not get a regular job out of college, which I was super thankful for. My parents didn't like it, but I was thankful. <laughs> and sure. um, one day my clients, one of the, I had basically two main clients at the time. And one of them was like, hey, we need to talk. And I was like, that's not good. So I found out they wanted to fire me and I was like, okay, why? And uh, they wouldn't really give me a straight answer. Okay. <laughs> so I refused to go. I was like, no, you're going to tell me what's wrong. Cause you're one of my two clients. And I found out that they were not monetizing the leads they were getting off the Facebook ads. So like, it's great if you get a low cost per lead, but if you actually don't ROI on that, like we can't keep you. Um, so, what I did is I was like, you know what? I have a little bit of experience in email from my other client. I'm going to figure out what's going on with their email list. So I go in there and the reason they can't monetize their leads is because they were going to spam and they were only sending like one, maybe two emails a week. And they didn't really know what they were supposed to talk about. So I just took over their email list. And over the course of that summer, they went from 13K a month to 51K a month. And they were like, wow, you're kind of good at email. Maybe you should do that instead. And I was like, you know what? I think you're right. So I kept my job there. And eventually I fired that client. Not that I have anything against them, but just kind of moved up and on. Yeah. And um, I just started doing it for other clients and, and, and finding new ones. And uh, it's called the email list management. You write your emails, make sure you hit the main inbox. And um, we strategize with you and make you money off your list. So it's pretty much how this whole thing began. Come on. Yeah, that, that is, I'm, I'm assuming that's what's now a spurred into email paramedic. Uh, that's how it started there. For those who are, uh, need this, like what's this target audience for email paramedic? Is it basically anyone who's sending emails or is there a specific group of folks that you work with? Yeah, so we have um, two options now. So the business is actually very simple, uh, but we've expanded a bit this year. Um, so the main audience is just clients who have an email list and they're like, gosh, I have this thing, but I, I know I'm just not tapping into it the way that I should be. Maybe they don't have the time or expertise and they're not sending enough. Um, or maybe it's somebody who knows a little more about email, but they're like, gosh, like our conversion rates aren't great. Um, our open rates are terrible. We're stuck in spam. We're stuck in the promotions tab, whatever. Um, that's kind of the sweet spot. So people that have a decent sized list, maybe 10,000 or more. I mean, we've got some people with hundreds of thousands, but uh, 
if you've got a good list and you know you're not tapping into it, it's not, I think it's full potential. That's kind of um, who we work with. We, nice. we tend to go more like the direct response route than the e-com route, but it's, you know, it, it's getting more balanced these days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Now I was reading an article on you that you, uh, you were featured in where you helped your mom with uh, her, it sounds like maybe her parents' business. You asked her three simple questions that can save any business from going through a tough time. I love these questions by the way, but uh, for those listening, like what were those three questions and how did it help your mom's business? Oh gosh, that article was a couple of years ago. I'd have to look them up myself, but oh yeah, uh, <laughs> essentially what I did though for my mom's business, and this was kind of um, when I was more so getting into business, hmm. um, it, it was mainly like a getting them on the internet because, uh, like I said, you know, this business was made in 1957, so they didn't really <laughs> have any concept of that. Yeah, um, and just getting them a, a presence on Google and getting reviews and mm. uh, collecting all of their customers' information. So getting them off of this old credit card processor they were on, and getting them on uh, Square, I think, so they could collect more emails from the customers, and then just getting them to send one time a week and just stay in touch with people. Um, so it's like better lead collection, uh, better online presence, and just talking to people more often. I would say we're, th we're the biggest three. Um, as far as the article, it's out there somewhere, but it was a yeah. while ago. No, that's that's awesome. I mean, I know I've struggled with building a list and staying consistent with putting out new content and things like that. I'm sure others have it well as well. And you kind of just touched base on that, but you talk about these three key pieces of email list management. Uh, what is the best way to build an email list fast and how can people make money from an email list? Yeah. So as far as list building goes, that's probably one of the top questions I get. Um, yeah. Ultimately, the thing I want to remind people is that quality is always better than quantity. Mm -hmm. um, some people, they think, oh, I could just like buy a list or get my leads from some cheap source. Uh, quality is always important. So running ads or, you know, being networked with really cool people like yourself, being on podcasts, for example, that's great because you're going to find people um, who are really going to pay attention and really care and, and really be interested. Um, so once you have that, and typically list building doesn't come from, you know, some sort of agency for running ads, um, unless you have a great organic presence. We also do a little bit of um, like CPL, so like cost per lead um, with affiliates. So they email their list and tell people about us, and then we just give them um, a certain amount of dollars for every person they send. So that's a really good way, too, if you have friends in the industry. Um, and that's probably the number one way that you could actually build a list fast with quality people. Now, as far as what we do after we have those people, um, the three key pieces of list management are A, deliverability, because if people can't see your emails, like what's the point of even writing them and sending them? Yeah. Um, so we make sure you're hitting the primary inbox, no promotions folder, no spam folder. Second thing is sending as often as you can. Now for most businesses, you can definitely send an email every single day. For some businesses, maybe three, four times a week, but it's a heck of a lot better than doing one or two a week, like most people think, because they're worried that they're going to annoy people, even though the people voluntarily opted in because they wanted to learn more. So, um, And then the third part is automation, just making sure that uh, you don't have to, like the, the daily emails are great, but making sure that you have automated emails that go out to people when they take certain actions, like when they opt in or when they abandon cart or when they click a link and look at a certain product or service or offer, make sure they're getting a follow-up at the time when they're most likely to buy. And then in that case, you don't have to be sending every single time you make a sale because this is purely automated. So deliverability, um, daily emails, 
and automated emails are, are really the, the three key pieces there. Hey, this is a quick shout out from one of our awesome sponsors. Check this out. Look, I wanted to tell you about a company I've been working with. They are amazing. If you are a podcaster, a motivational speaker, or a podcast host, and you're absolutely crushing it, you need to be featured in Newswire Magazine. Newswire Magazine is a cutting-edge business publication that shares stories of entrepreneurs, business leaders, and other high achievers who are crushing it in life and in business. It's the preeminent publication for entrepreneurs who are making a tremendous impact. Every article is seen by thousands of readers daily, so being featured in the magazine is a massive personal branding opportunity. Not only will you get massive traffic and SEO benefit from being featured in Newswire Magazine, but you'll also get instant credibility and authority. See if you qualify to be featured in Newswire Magazine today. You've worked with tons of brands like Rep Sports, Raise Energy, David Meltzer, Ryan Stuman, uh, and a lot of other clients there. Help them increase their revenue massively just through email there. When you work with clients, what's the biggest challenge that you see them running into? Yeah, it's more so just having like a strategy and seeing email fitting in with their business um, because you just really have to know what your goal is, right? So for me personally, we've got our highest ticket programs. Well, we're actually building another one out right now, but at the time being the highest thing that you can even buy for me is six grand. Um, and that's a, a done for you service. And then we have lower things as well, like certification programs that kind of show you essentially how to do what we do. And then we have some lower ticket products for people who just kind of discover us and are curious. So we've got this ladder here and we just have to understand what the role is of each email. So if they're coming in, um, we're probably not going to try and like hit them over the head too many times with something that's $6,000, but I am going to send it one or two times because some people have heard about me somewhere. They got on my list and they're ready. But for the most part, I'm just going to tell a lot of entertaining stories that tell my truth, kind of like a podcast in a written format. Um, some people like to consume differently and occasionally I'll slide in like a low ticket kind of offer. So when I do that enough times, I build up my customer base then I can start pitching some of the higher ticket stuff and just really understand how that all fits in and really understand like a lot of people are going to reply back um, with certain problems or questions and just making sure that as I build out the business and uh, ascend people with stepping stones that the products and services I offer are actually answering the problems and questions that people have. Mm. Gotcha, man. That's good. Uh, always a fun question to ask on a podcast there, but like, do you think it takes money to make money? Uh, it certainly helps you do it faster. I mean, yes. when I started, I was probably making three to four grand a month out of college okay. when I was running Facebook ads. And gosh, over the course of, I want to say the next eight months, it kind of stayed stagnant. Um, but at the beginning of 2020, it's when I finally broke six figures and multiple six figures and then into seven at the beginning of uh, 2021. So you don't, you don't need it especially if you're a, like a, you know, a one man band running a service and you're really good at it. Um, you know, everybody's income goals are different, but um, as a service-based business, if you're good at what you do and you utilize referrals, you can definitely get to 10 K rather quickly. But um, of course it helps if you can run ads and, and put money back into it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's awesome there. What do you think is the greatest skill a human can have? Understanding other humans. That is the most uh, underrated skill, in my opinion, and not just from a point of like me writing copy and understanding where people are mentally right now and how I can solve their problems and get them to the next level, but just like conversations with people. I just feel like I have a, a real gift to talk to somebody and just really understand what they're talking about. And even if um, we're talking about like email and 
I'm more advanced in thinking than them, I can break it down in a way that makes sense. Or if somebody else is more advanced than me in a different aspect of life, I can try to ask the right questions to get them to realize like, hey, like I'm not trying to, uh, you know, be obnoxious or take too much of your time, but I don't quite understand it at the same level you do. So I think that's just a, a great skill. Mm, that's so good. So good, dude. <laughs> what is the, what do you think the difference is between, uh, I guess, how do you see it like between fulfillment and success? What's the big difference? Um, I would say when everybody starts out, they're looking for success and money. And then the further you make it up, you kind of realize that you don't really want that as much, or at least for me, uh, it's not, you know, the same for everybody, but sure. You start out and you're like, gosh, I just want a nicer car. I want to move into a nicer place. I want to attract prettier girls, whatever. And these are all things that I thought. And then as you level up, you kind of realize that the, the business you're building, it attracts the right people around you. Like I've got a team of eight people that come over every day and work in this back office. And that gets me more excited than anything. And getting some of our students, our certification program or, or done for you clients, getting them wins, like that just means so much more. And I look around at the things I used to like, and I look at what I have now, and I'm just trying to build the thing that I have so I can get more wins for people and put more people in our community because we're literally building a family here. So it's like, mm. it, it just seems fun to me to keep growing the thing that is giving you a lot of fulfillment as opposed to the things that you wanted that you thought came with success, like cars and houses or, you know, blingy stuff. <laughs> totally right. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I mean, you kind of touched base on this earlier, but like, what are you most excited about right now? What's coming up next for you? Sounds like you might have some other offers mm -hmm. coming. I do. I do. So the current breakdown, like I said, is actually very simple. So right now we have done for you email list management. And let's say somebody already has somebody writing their emails and they don't want to switch. Then we'll just break off the deliverability piece alone. So that's two B2B offers. And then right now the certification program, I would consider that probably more B2C. So we have three main offers. Every once in a while there's like a little low ticket thing, whatever. Yeah. Um, but what we've got coming around the corner is a lower ticket version of the certification that just shows you how to get your first list management client. And it is amazing. It's a four week program. It's coming out very soon. And I think it's going to help a lot of copywriters who are kind of stuck in feast or famine, like getting one off clients. It's going to help them get a lot of retainers. And on top of that, this is actually a, a free thing that's coming out soon. I bought copywriting.org and I am going to be interviewing copywriters and giving them a chance to be on a virtual stage, whether it's YouTube or a written uh, interview, and just putting them out on the internet so they can tell their story to the world. And not only is it great lead gen for us, but it just like, it gives people their first opportunity to get their name out there. And I think that it's going to be amazing. And I think that it's a first in this kind of direct response and copywriting industry. So those are the two things that I'm most excited about right now. And then next year, we'll probably have a mastermind. Come on, man. What a cool opportunity to be able to on a virtual stage with you and, and be able to build that brand, man. That is so cool that you're putting that together and to, to lock in that URL copywriting.org, man. That's pretty rad, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I've been, uh, I was trying to get that for a long time. Oh man, that's so fun. Um, I love to finish the show with some fun questions there. I mentioned earlier, you're a Metallica fan. Like how many times have you seen them? Is that your favorite band or is there other music you like to listen to? 18 times. 18 uh, times. Come on. And music <laughs> energizes me. I started listening in sixth grade and going to football practice. And when I was recovering from my surgery, uh, that's all I listened to. And I have uh, just a, a lot of like 
room in my heart for for heavy music and energy. It just gets me going. But yeah, so they're my favorite. Come on. I saw them in, in 1996 at, nice. in, at an outdoor venue in Washington called The Gorge. And then I saw him again in 2003 at Seahawks Stadium uh, out there in Seattle. And it was it, they were just amazing both times, man. And just awesome live shows for those guys. It's so fun. I, I'm literally 10 feet away whenever I go. Yeah. Have you gotten a chance to meet him? Uh, my dad has. He won a meet and greet on his oh, second awesome. show. He got crazy lucky. Um, I've gotten very close. They kind of know some of the regulars. So like they, they would recognize me, but no, I've never met them. And I, I feel like I'm close. Yeah. Yeah. We can just speak that right into existence right now, man. <laughs> yeah. The cool thing is too, uh, another thing about fulfillment is yeah. I remember in 2019, it was $2,000. They just started this thing where you didn't have to win a contest anymore. You could pay $2,000 to meet them. Oh, and wow. at the time that was a lot of money. And then COVID happened and I started making money. And they haven't brought it back yet. So if it comes out, like I'm paying instantly, but it just shows you like you can always get money back, but like time you can't get back. Man, I just did a post on that yesterday. Like, yeah, it's so important for people to realize like, yeah, money will always come. You can always get more money, but time you'll never get back, man. And people just need to take advantage of that time, man. It's so important. That's so good. Uh, Are you still a baseball fan? Do you watch baseball? I do. I'm probably 10 minutes away from the Rays. Uh, okay. I'm a Reds fan by okay. trade, by nature. But uh, yeah, I just like to go to games when I can. I don't go to too many anymore. Um, I don't follow it the same way that I used to, but I, I'm still decently in touch. And, you know, the game always has a place in my heart. Yeah, I was I was a pitcher as well. I'm a big Cleveland Indians fan. And they, of course, they changed the name of the Guardians. And they had the awesome series with Tampa Bay recently. I, I'm stoked, man. They're, they're playing the Yankees now. And uh, man, I'm, I'm ready for them to hopefully get it to the, the World Series there. Uh, but man, Troy, this was such a great show. You dropped so much knowledge around the email stuff. And that's what has confused me for years. And I, like I said, I struggle with that to try to put content together and do podcasts and all that stuff, man. Um, so I learned a ton from the show. And I know that you were able to just teach a ton of awesome things as well. Truly an honor to have you on my show, man. Thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah. Thank you as well. It means a lot. And, um, you know, I really appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much for checking out the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to take a listen or watch. It's truly an honor to be able to speak with such amazing guests. And I hope that they've made an impact on your life in some way, shape or form. And you can do me one big favor. That would be huge. Click that subscribe button. And then second favor, hit that share button. Thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate you. Keep changing the world. I believe in you.